Hello and welcome back to yet another Let's Talk episode. We are, as always, joined by Dan. Hey there, Dan. How are you? What up, buddy, man? Life is just, just B-E-A beautiful. The way Jim Carrey said it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to put it. B-E-A beautiful. It, it shows that's, how beautiful it is. I love it, man. Like, you literally mean it. Like, you say, B-E-A beautiful. It's like, it's like it comes from the bottom of your heart, man. Exactly. I love it. Exactly. It's just like very intimate, very true. And um, yeah, I love it too. I, lo- I use that uh, every now and again as well. It's pretty good. Awesome. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, yeah. So what are we talking about today, Dan? We're talking about um, the art of giving compliments and uh, yes, that is an art. I didn't know that either, but apparently it is. We'll, well see. Well, <laughs> technically, it is uh, art and science, technically right, speaking. Right. Art and science. But the artistic aspect usually is a lot more important than the scientific aspect because it's about humans, right? And with humans uh, and all things humans, art is always more important than science. Fair enough. Fair enough. Good to know. Um, so, yeah, we're talking about, well, Probably Dan is going to give us some insight into the uh, the science side of it too, but mainly we're talking about the art uh, of giving compliments. And so can you tell us, first of all, can you differentiate between the art and science side? So what is, so you mentioned what makes it art, but what is the science aspect of it? Well, of course, uh, from my perspective, when it comes to giving a compliment, the science aspect of it will analyze, first of all, why are you giving a compliment to this person? What is the outcome that you want from the interaction? Why should you give this person a compliment and what types of compliments will suit him or her the most? Mm -hmm. So that's a more analytical approach towards complimenting other people. And it's not always that necessary because they say, uh, you know, babies cry for it and adults die for it. So we as, as a species are designed to appreciate compliments, approval, as well as the support of people around us. It's just, uh, you know, in, in our DNA, it's uh, like biological. We're wired for it. So right. because of this, uh, generally speaking, you can never go out of your way to compliment other people unless it's really not sincere. And in that case, you just don't like it. But generally, everybody, as Abraham Lincoln said, everybody loves a compliment. And True. because of this, uh, the art aspect of it will become a lot more important because uh, in the end, it's about how well you transfer that compliment in a way that is believable, that seems sincere and relevant to the person. Right. I can uh, give a compliment, for example, mm-hmm. to someone who's extremely fat and say, dude, looking very fit. Right. Now, in this case, he probably is going to start a fight, right? Because <laughs> he obviously knows I'm just making a joke. Right. But what if for this person, fitness isn't that important, but what if I compliment him on something that he cares a lot about. For example, I go to his home and I see he's got a piano. I say, dude, I'm pretty sure you're very deep and artistic because you got a piano. Like, oh yeah, that's right. And in that case, we call call that a relevant compliment. It's a compliment about something that is relevant to that person. Mm. And this is one of the most important aspects of giving a good compliment because if you don't give it the right way or don't give the right compliments, usually the impacts are either uh, quite uh, basically neutral or sometimes the impact is actually harmful. Because of this, you should be very careful about how you give a compliment. Right. That's that was actually interesting. You you put it very nicely. Um, uh, what the relevant compliment? So that that's very nice. I, I like the the the, the phrase you, you sort of coined. I don't know. Maybe somebody else has said it before you, but uh, that's that, right. You're the first We're learning all this from other people, right? We all got <laughs> mentors, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, but you mentioned something a few few minutes ago, which I want to get back to and ask you a question. You mentioned that we all love compliments. Can you, why is that? 
Well, let's be honest. This goes back to our childhood, and it also goes back to our uh, evolutionary programming. You see... Okay. Two, one. And because of our background, you see, we came from, let's say, a society where we had, uh, let's say, 150 people maximum in each tribe. So because of that background, we understood at a very early age and throughout our evolutionary history that if you want to get along, you got to go along with other people in your tribe. So humanity as a whole is a very hypersensitive creature towards other people's opinions. And that's simply because we are social creatures and we come from a background where we lived in small tribes. And if we got basically uh, on the wrong side of things, we would have perhaps been expelled from the tribe. We had a lot of problems. I mean, think of, for example, think of how our ancestors used to live in various areas. Mm -hmm. Imagine in that tribe of 100 to 150 people, if I got into a lot of problems and people around me right. somehow uh, started to disapprove of my behavior, what would have happened mm -hmm. was very simple. They would have talked to the leader of the tribe and said, this guy is a douchebag. And then they would have expelled me from the tribe and would be shunned, yeah. living out of the tribe meant what? Death. The right. same thing would happen, of course, with in, in a much deeper level would happen to uh, mating options. So in a tribe of 150 people, oftentimes the hottest and the best were belong to the alpha male of the tribe, of course. And the, from the ones that were left, some were sickly, some were old, some were not, some were already taken. So usually you had the options of mating with like two or maximum three girls in your tribe, which is why right. most of us, both guys and girls, are so afraid of being rejected by a girl because in that condition, because of our background, if we got rejected by one girl in that tribe, then the whole tribe, including the other two other options who were, who were available before, would find out about this, and now we had no mating option, which, me which meant we will never pass on genes to the next generation. So because of these two elements, both survival and reproduction factors, we as a species have evolved to highly value the approval of other people, both in terms of mating by the opposite gender, mm -hmm. as well mm -hmm. as people around us. Because if we got on the right side, of the wrong side of the things, we would have lost everything. And because right. of this, uh, of course, now in the modern world, things are very different. Now in the modern world, you can be rejected by thousands of clients, and the thousands mm -hmm. that first person can actually come and buy your products. In, the, in this modern world, it can be rejected by millions of people and still become the president of the United States, as Trump did it, right? right? right so, right. and of course, in this modern world, we're living with on a planet where there are uh, roughly 3.5 billion women on Earth. So you could be rejected by hundreds of girls and still find a perfect mate. So things are very different nowadays. As a matter mm -hmm. of fact, if we evolved in a society that we currently have now, the global system around the world, we can actually travel to different countries, meet other people. Right. If we had evolved in such an environment, we would have never, ever cared about approval of anyone. Because in the modern world, we do not need anyone's approval. In this world, you can make money alone. You can become an Uber driver and work independently by yourself without having any connection. However, in the past, this was not possible. You could not survive alone. It was everything in the tribe. And because of this, we have this emotional circuitry in our brain that highly values approval of other people for survival and approval of the opposite gender for reproduction. And if we do not get it, we feel extremely anxious and worried and we lose our self-esteem. We have a lot of psychological problems because that's a, way, a natural way of promoting seeking the approval of others because in that environment, the harsh background that we come from, if we, de if we did not have that approval, 
And in that background uh, that, that we had, things were a lot different. So because of this, in the modern world, we don't need really approval. Let's be honest. We do not need the approval. Of, at least let's just say this way. You don't need the approval of the majority of people around you. Right. But in our background, in our evolutionary background, we needed the approval of the majority of the people because we lived in tribes, very small tribes. And because of this, every single one of us is wired to seek the approval of other people, especially parents at an early age during our primitive years. And later on, the approval of people around us, including family members, friends, well, co-workers, mates, and so on and so forth. And because of this, we have to understand that even though we are now living in a modern world where we no longer need the approval of other people, our emotional circuitry is not designed for the modern world. Our emotional circuitry is designed for that harsh world of a tribe of 150 people that we lived our entire lives in. And because mm -hmm. of this, we, we are kind of like old machines uh, in, in a modern software, right? So the right. software allows us to do many things. I mean, right now, let's be honest, if you are, or let's say you just had a breakup, right, with a girl. Dude, there are, your brain cannot even understand emotionally that you have 3.5 billion options. Your right. brain cannot even come close to understanding the fact that being rejected by one girl, no matter how great she is, means nothing because you have 3.5 billion options because your emotional circuitry is designed for that 150 tribes where you could basically have one or maximum two options in your entire life. The same thing goes with friendships, with business, all those things. So because of that, uh, approval seeking is a uh, somehow inherent need and desire for all humans. That's that's very interesting. That's a good point to know. And so with that, then uh, it sort of means that, okay, so, well, first of all, first of all, everybody loves compliment. So that that's a good starting point. So you know where you're going with this and you're going to impact. Why would we want to even compliment people? Well, that's the exact point. That's the science of giving a compliment. Giving a compliment is about getting a result. I call this building rapport. Now, building rapport is about getting closer to the person you're talking to. In all relationships, be it professional or personal, short-term or long-term, you need to build a specific amount of rapport before that relationship is established. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you have no rapport with that person and there is no relationship. For example, you're walking in the street and a bum comes to you and says, hey man, looking hot, you got a chain. In that condition, that person's uh, comment and compliment means nothing to you because you have no rapport with that bum on the street. You don't right. know who he is, why he's doing this. And of course, you know that he has an intention, you just want to get your change, right? So because right. of this, that compliment is what we call irrelevant and worthless. Mm -hmm. However, think of a relationship that is important to you. Think of your coworker, think of your business partner, think of your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your husband, your wife, your child, your classmate. In that condition, when you actually have a relationship, by giving compliments, you build rapport. That is, you improve the quality of that relationship by offering that person a greater feeling and a better feeling of being with you in that condition. So the most important element for compliments is to know that compliments build rapport. On the other hand, compliments can also be used in what we call conditioning. This is especially used by managers and leaders because mm -hmm. conditioning means you punish bad behavior and you reward good behavior. So let's say that your staff member is, uh, let's say, perhaps late on a project. And okay. he tends to repeat this behavior again and again and again. As a manager, you go to your staff, you go to your employee, and you tell him or her, 
excuse me, you're always late. This is very bad. It's called a punishment, right? So you punish him or her verbally, and then the person changes his behavior or her behavior, and then you give a compliment. Wow, it's just such a great thing to, that you've changed your behavior. Mm-hmm. Now the good behavior here is actually reinforced, which means it'll be repeated in the future. So the second reason why we compliment is to condition people, and this is especially done by leaders and managers, to motivate people towards right behaviors. That's very interesting. Uh, so Of course, I didn't mention the last reason why we compliment. Can you guess what it is? Mm, no. What is it? Manipulation. The third right. reason why we use compliments is to manipulate. And of course, in most cases, most people are shitty manipulators and their compliments don't work. The example I gave you earlier about that bum on the street who says, hey, man, you look fucking great. You got a quarter. Right. In that condition, this person is using the third strategy. It's called manipulation. He's giving you a fake compliment that is not sincere, nor relevant, nor uh, really meant and intended because that person doesn't know you, doesn't know who you are. And in that condition, that is a manipulative attempt of him to give you a compliment that is not real. And that is why right. if you want to be good, uh, good at complimenting other people, you must avoid the third strategy and focus on the first and the second. Right. So we're going to get into those strategies and uh, we're going to uh, hear about them further. But now that you mentioned it, uh, I mean, this this uh, specific example that you gave me uh, with the fake uh, compliment or the manipulative compliment, if you will, was very obvious to spot out. But sometimes it's not. Um, exactly. Right. So how would you... How would you characterize it? So how would you know whether a compliment is actually for the sake of manipulation per se or uh, it has more genuine thought behind it? Well, let's be honest. I've been studying the subject of influence for over 10 years now. And from my perspective, if you are dealing with a person that is called a manipulator, it's not always that. Even I, after 10 years of studying the subject, I cannot in some cases know for sure if this compliment is sincere or not. So let's be honest, it's not always that easy. And more importantly, okay. it depends on the history that you have with that person, studying the body language of that person, the tonality, mm-hmm. as well as how they mean it. For example, let me give an example of a fake compliment. Not long ago, I was in a meeting with a lady, and uh, this, uh, this lady apparently had a desire to you know, somehow postpone the meeting because the project was incomplete. And so once I met her, she said, Wow, it's so great to see you. We haven't met for two months. That's mm-hmm. too long. But the, the words here are saying things like, I missed you and we had to get the project started again and life is good. But the body language was saying, wow, fucking two months away from you. What a great chance. Back here to ruin my fucking project. Fucking asshole. Like, right. This is like the, you know, the body language, right? So mm-hmm. the first element that you can do is understanding the tonality and body language. That, of course, we talked earlier about it. It's a huge subject to understand how sincerity works. Generally, when people are giving you sincere compliments, it is shown in their eyes as well as tonality. That mm-hmm. is, the eyes express happiness and generosity. And uh, the face is generally very happy. Whereas in fake compliments, the tonality is often rising like, great to see you, but the eyes do not show any real, uh, for example, uh, energy and zest behind them. Number two, of course, uh, it's about knowing that person's history and knowing whether or not this person benefits directly from a compliment. For example, if a person gives you a compliment and then say, all right, now can you give me a quarter? We know this is basically a serious manipulation because 
in this case, you know that these guys want something, right? But True. sometimes some manipulators are actually quite careful. They give you the compliment in advance, but they do not right away ask for something. They wait. For example, let me give you a sales example, which uh, a lot of people use this a lot. A salesperson who wants to give you, they sell you a good car at a very exorbitant rate, would not just uh, like, give you the features of the products and say, okay, you want to buy it? No. Mm -hmm. If you've been to sales, you know that the process of buying an expensive or luxury car takes sometimes hours. And the first few minutes, if not the first hour, is not at all about cars. So the guy sees you like, man, looking great today. Very nice. So what are you doing here? Oh, you're from this country. I love that country. From that one. So he starts giving you a lot of compliments before you even started talking about these things. Now, you receive the compliments, but the person does not immediately ask for anything from you. Just the compliments. And we appreciate that. Now, then the process begins. You're talking about the cars. It's been a long time. So you start talking after that for about a one hour about the cars, the features, the details. By then, it was one hour ago that you received the compliments from this guy, but your subconscious mind has already registered. This guy gave me a compliment and did not ask for anything immediately. This guy is a sincere man, and I like him. And guess what? At that time, whatever offer he puts on the table you already feel more inclined to say yes than to say no. True. Which is why it's not always easy to discover whether or not somebody is manipulating you by giving the compliments or not, especially if that is done in advance. Mm -hmm. However, in most cases, if you want to make it easier for yourself, focus on a few things, the behavior of the person. For example, think of your best friend who always calls you and says, hey, dude, you're the best friend ever. I love to hang out with you. Let's go grab some beer or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Versus a friend who gives you this, tells you the exact same thing, but anytime you want to ask him out, he says, dude, I'm very busy. Right, right. Who is sincere? So because of that, the best, the other way to somehow check out if someone's compliments are real is by their behavior. A person who is glad to see you, but would go out of his way to cancel your appointments for days, weeks, or months is not a sincere man because even though what he's saying is nice, his behavior is not nice, right? So right. the third strategy is to look at the behavior and to see how much uh, basically uh, congruence is there in his behavior as well as his compliments. Do they match? Does mm -hmm. his compliment match his level of investment in you or not? If this doesn't match, of course, that's a fake compliment. Very good, very good. It's uh, it's actually a lot of information, and I really appreciate that. Of course, as you mentioned, it's not really sometimes that easy to spot it. You can be wrong, and that's where we want to be, you know, careful and skeptic. I guess uh, don't draw judgment on people. I suppose. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, that was a lot of good stuff. But getting to the main topic uh, of oh well, these were nice too. They were uh, introductory, necessary, uh, but. Okay, how do we give compliments to, let me break it down to two categories in a sense that, okay, mostly like the likes of coworkers or subordinates or uh, your managers in the, in the workstation setting that is a little bit less intimate and in the senses of, well, or, or similar ones, and in the senses of a more intimate, um, uh, you know, relationships as a friend, best friend, or uh, like, uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. So how do we do that in either case? So before I actually give you some tips, I'm actually mm -hmm. curious to find out what were the last few compliments you gave somebody, Pujix? I'm actually curious. That's a good question. It's been ages, you know. It's, I, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, 
I don't know. I don't remember. Well, I, I'll be, I, I always tend to do that in the very um, settings of, for example, when I'm going for get a coffee or something to random, like complete strangers, uh, especially people who uh, handle services for me. Uh, I feel like. And what a, type of compliments do you give these, uh, let's say, waitresses as right. well as, uh, let's say, restaurant workers or whatever? Right. Well, I, well, I, I, I tend to. First of all, smile, like open my body a little bit so it's more friendly uh, setting. Sometimes I acknowledge something they have, for example, nice watch or okay. know, something. Or, or sometimes I do go about and say, okay, what a nice day. And then be like, oh, it's like, I, I know it's not necessarily When you're saying but... what a nice day, you're complimenting the day, not the person. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not necessarily a, a compliment to the person, I suppose. But uh but yeah, so so that that I do sometimes, not always. Uh, that that's something that I would do. But in a more uh, intimate setting, I be, I believe recently one of my uh, buddies uh, passed some sort of interview, and I was like, oh, uh, congratulations, whatever. And then I was complimenting his his mentality, his uh, fighting mentality towards these interviews because uh, at first he had some struggles, and then later on he eventually co- conquered his, whatever he wanted to conquer. So yeah, he had that. In my opinion, he really did have that. Uh, you know, fighting mentality, and I was really uh, encouraged by it. So I was complimenting that. Fantastic. So generally, I think what most people do wrong with compliments is that they make their compliments generic. Mm-hmm. Think of the difference. I mean, imagine right now you hear two people saying two very different things. Just tell me how you feel different. Person number one says, oh, Puchix, it's nice to meet you. It's been a long time. Second person says, Oh, Pujix, man, look at you. You've changed a lot. I love your new style. Last time I saw you, you had no beard, and now you're bearded, but you also shaved your head. Dude, look at you, man. You, whoa, check out. You actually built some muscle, too? What has happened to you? <laughs> Thank think you, Dan. Thank you. <laughs> no, literally. I'm serious. Think of the difference. Yeah, yeah. You don't I even know. notice. Yes. The first compliments won't even get registered because it's not what? Relevant or specific. Or relevant, yeah. The two most important, the two most important elements of components are relevance and specificity. So you have to be specific about what you're saying. True. And of course, the third and fourth elements are uh, number uh, number three. It's about uh, sincerity, which has to be shown in your body language as well as behavior. And the fourth is to not immediately follow up with an expectation. That is, mm-hmm. you should not have an agenda by giving this compliment. So ultimately, these four factors are very important in effective compliments. And if you do uh, follow with all four of those, make sure that your compliments are specific, they are relevant, that is, for example, you, I might give you a very specific compliment that is not important to you. For example, think about somebody who says, uh, for example, to me, let's say, Daniel, I really think that this is a great, for example, business plan, right? For example. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. I make my own business plans by myself, and I don't really care if it's approved or not approved by other people. So it is very specific, but it's not important to me. You see, okay. so you want to make sure that your uh, basically compliments are relevant. It means it has value. I mean, right now, what are some things for you, Pujic, that if I compliment on, you would not feel that much different? It wouldn't matter that much. If I said, uh, let's say, you have a great desktop for your phone. I'm pretty sure you would like it a lot more than if I said, well, you drive nice. 
Because right, yeah. you're a techie. And for you, your tech stuff is a lot more important than, let's say, your driving skill, right? Sure. So you want to make sure that your compliments are relevant to that person. The other point about compliments is generally about the person's self-esteem. Usually, the higher one's self-esteem, the less his or her dependence on approval and the less meaningful it becomes. Okay. For example, think about the compliments you receive on a regular basis. What's your response to all of them? Thanks. That's your only answer, right? Right. So certain, for example, think of, for example, uh, actors who mm -hmm. receive a lot of compliments about, let's say, their acting skills. Mm -hmm. Think of a model uh, who receives a lot of compliments about her looks. Think mm -hmm. of a w businessman who receives a lot of compliments about, let's say, his belongings. So if you want to make sure that your compliments are effective, do not uh, give the kind of compliments that most people give that person. For example, let's say I'm in a bar. And I find a very attractive young lady who looks splendid and fantastic, just uh, let's say six feet tall, total blonde, very beautiful, very model-like. If I go to her and say, you are a very beautiful model, what do you think she'll say? Thanks. Because she's heard it a thousand times. Right. But what if I look at her attire and try to find something unique that others probably will not compliment her on? For example, I noticed that she has a tattoo on the back of her wrist with a specific shape of, let's say, some moon. And then okay. I, say, I approach and say, excuse me, I just noticed your tattoo. And it looks very, very unusual and just truly intrigued me. I just wanted to come say hi. So mm -hmm. this is the kind of compliment that she will probably not receive that often. Right. And this will be received a lot well by her than if I say, wow, you're so beautiful, girl. You're a model, right? Right. Why? Because he hears that 25 fucking times every single hour. So that mm -hmm. doesn't mean anything for her, right? So True. that's why you want to make sure that your compliments are not only uh, specific, but also relevant. And more importantly, avoid the kind of compliments that you assume somebody receives most of the time. Instead, offer the kind of compliments that you would uh, prefer to give that person that does not hear a lot. I mean, right now, for example, Pujix, let's say you want to apply this lesson to me. Unless you want to uh, give me a compliment, what kind of compliments you would not give me that you know I probably hear a lot and will not feel that excited about? Well, although I do this because I'm just really enjoying something, but I guess like you probably receive a lot of compliments about your attire, like suits or whatever. Exactly. So yeah. imagine somebody comes and say, Dan, you're dressed so stylish. Well, I heard that 25 fucking times every single day, right? So right. that probably will not mean a lot. But what, because you and I are, you're perhaps one of my closest friends right now and a great business Appreciate partner. It, so uh, the thing is this, you know a lot about me. So what kind of compliment if you gave me, do you think it would mean a lot more to me? It would be a lot more relevant to me personally than, let's say, my attire. You're putting me in the spot. It's, uh, I'm getting anxious, huh? <laughs> <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs> uh, that's a good question. I never thought about it. Okay, let me think. Um, no, not that. No. Oh, okay. So, I mean... Although this you might have heard a lot too, but I think this means more to you, and that is your your work ethics. Your exactly, uh, yeah. precisely. Yeah. You see, if you tell me, Dan, you're so hardworking, I find it a lot more enjoyable than to say, Dan, you dress so stylish. Why? Because mm -hmm. I probably hear that a lot less. As sure. a matter of fact, can you believe that uh, Pujic, you are the first person who admired me? for being hardworking in the past probably year or so. That is impossible. <laughs> it is. Can you believe that? No. Because I honestly. often, well, I get a lot of, you know, hate, of course, from the haters and like jealous people. But generally, 
from the friends, mainly it's not very common to hear, Interesting. Damn, you put 15 hours a day into your work. Why? Because first of all, you and I are very close mm -hmm. and you have observed my work ethic in action. So you can give a compliment that is relevant to me that I do not hear very often. So if this compliments, I mean, right now, literally, I'm just freaking excited right now by just one compliment you gave me. Why? Because I did not hear this compliment very often in the past. Right. So this is what you want to do with your compliments. You want to ask yourself, what kind of compliments does he or she probably receive a lot? Mm -hmm. Then do not give him or her that compliment. Mm -hmm. And instead, find something more unique that he or she probably doesn't hear very often. And that will be 10 times more effective, if not 100 times. Very good. Now, that, that makes a lot of sense. So just I'm going to bring this all together. So we have something called relevant compliments. Or oh, that That's is good. that. OK, so this person, first of all, it it has to be in the right. Setting. There are so, four elements I mentioned. First, specific. OK, okay. for example, if oh, I yeah. say, Pujix, Pujix, you're really a good man. Okay, That's what not is good? Specific. Right, what, right. what do you mean by good man? Which part? Yeah. What exactly? Appearance, behavior, what? This is not specific. Number two is relevance. Mm -hmm. Relevance means how important that compliment or behavior that you're complimenting is to the person. To the person, right. So, for example, me, for me, being admired for my heart, you know, extreme work ethic is a lot more relevant, i.e. Right. important, than is admiring my appearance, for example. Uh, ultimately, you, you like to hear that more than the other thing. Exactly. Basically. Or okay. simply because I like to hear both, but I heard one of them so often right. that it's you're... no longer. It's, imagine like you do something again and again and again. And at some point, it gets boring, right? Even if you love pizza, if you eat pizza seven days a week. Exactly. It's like, okay, then you that's hate it. pizza, right? <laughs> yeah. The same thing goes with compliments. Right. So the first, imagine like I'm, let's see, 17 or 18, 19. I just started, you know, to suit up, if you will. And I'm getting right. a lot of compliments for my appearance. That's good because I'm 18. I've never done it before, right? But mm -hmm. if you do it for like, let's say, 10, 15 years, then after some point, it's just like that pizza, right? You, you no longer enjoy it that much. So you Makes want sense. to not offer the kind of compliments that are just, uh, I mean, this compliment you gave me, you gave me two compliments, both were specific, but one was relevant, and that was the work ethic. Mm -hmm. The same thing applies to people. So specific is the first step, then you want to make it relevant, i.e. important to that person. And usually, the more common and generic and commonly heard the compliment, the less relevant it becomes, because he or she will hear it a lot. And the third, of course, is sincerity. You want to be sincere. That means you should prove that sincerity by two things, body language and tonality plus behavior. Mm -hmm. For example, I can say uh, this. If someone tell me like, Daniel, you have a very good heart, uh, you know, fantastic uh, work ethic and you work very hard. And I really love that. And then I say, why? And then you say, well, I got to go. Goodbye. <laughs> Here. This is not sincere because your behavior shows that you're not really interested in me or my behavior, whatever it is, right? So mm -hmm. the third element is sincerity. You want to make it as sincere as possible by both behavior and personality. Or imagine if it's like, so, imagine I'm, I'm going to give you a compliment right now that is not sincere by my tonalities. Like, so, Pujix, uh, you, look, <laughs> you look good. That doesn't <laughs> even look like a fucking compliment. It's a fucking right. sarcasm now. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Yeah. So you want to focus on both tonality and presentation of your compliments as well as the behavior. Mm -hmm. If you give a compliment and then cut off report by not talking to the person or not doing what he or she wants, then that compliment is useless. And the fourth element of effective compliment is never follow up a compliment by a request of any kind. Mm -hmm. Even if you have a request, wait. Do not ask immediately afterwards. Right. Uh, that's that. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense, and that was a good sum up because uh, 
uh, we were we went in depth in all of them, and I wanted to bring this back together so some we can review them basically. Um, but uh, unfortunately, we're sort of running out of time, so yes. I want to bring us to a safe conclusion, bringing everything together. Now we talked about <clears throat> early on from. Uh, why do we need why do we like compl compliments not need um, perhaps but why do you do we like compliments so we established that we do like it based on the uh based on our <coughs> sorry ancestry uh, meaning our biological uh, existence in tribes and how we uh, behave uh, like that we further went to talk about uh, types of uh, you know uh, compliments and one of them was the compliments that are not sincere is for manipulation, rather, not, I don't care about sincerity here. So it's uh, intended for manipulation. That's right. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, and ultimately, we went to discuss what are the ways to uh, spot them and eventually to, uh, you know, uh, how do we give good compliments to people who, who we care about, uh, depending on where we are, of course. Um, but ultimately, what are your final words or final advice regarding the topic? What do you That's want right. to... So to all of our listeners, complimenting is the most important repertoire when it comes to influence. And if you really want to have good relationships, you need to learn the art of giving compliments. Because compliments are free. Compliments are verbal, but their impacts are real. Very real. And if you understand how powerful giving compliments are to people then you are fit for leadership, you are fit to be an influencer, and you're fit to live a life filled with happy people around you who enjoy your company. And if you are not good at it, please learn it right now. Apply the four principles of relevance, being specific, not asking for things, and being sincere to your compliments, and see how that will transform your social life. Um, that's that's very good. And uh, you mentioned something. I want to ask you a question. How how soon do we see those results in our lives? Do you think? When well, we start employing from them? my perspective, if you really get good at compliments, immediately. So mm -hmm. if you are, let's say, single, you'll immediately find yourself in the company of a very interesting lady. If you are, let's say, in a in business, you find yourself more and more surrounded by greater and greater clients. In your personal life, you will make more and more friends. You'll have. Many of your, if you're in school, a lot of your classmates are drawn to you. The impact is almost instantaneous because the art of compliments will turn you into a person's or people magnet. And by that, you will attract more opportunities into your life than ever before. Amazing. That's, uh, that's all the time we have, unfortunately. And with that, I'm going to thank you, Dan, as always, for joining us. Truly a pleasure to be here with you every, every time we're here with you, man, talking about great stuff, about things that we care about with uh, an amazing person like yourself. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. That same, that same here. By the way. <laughs> Sorry, say, say it again. That was a compliment, by the way. Yes, I noticed that. Thank you. Thank you That's very fun. much. And it was a positive one. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thank you all. And this is a compliment, I guess, uh, to you for tuning in. And it is a compliment, really, because if, if you're not with us, uh, we, there's no point for us even existing. It's like That's we're just right. talking to empty space. So we really That's do right. appreciate you, all of you. And thank you for tuning in and uh, until later, have a good one.